What's happening, pretty people? What's happening? I'm your host with the most, Mr. Ron, back with another episode of 40 Years of Hip Hop. And today, party people, we will be reviewing Keeping It Gangsta Remix by Fabulous featuring D Block, Styles P and Jadakiss, MOP and Paul Kane. This album was released in 2003 from the album Street Dreams. But, uh, party people, before we get into this, let's take a look at Mr. Ron's Week. That's right. And Astro World. Wow, what a disaster. First of all, first of all, my heart goes out to all of the families that lost people. You know, again, I, I cannot imagine, you know, you go, you go to a concert to have a good time and, you know, you end up not coming back. Nine people died, and a nine-year-old boy is still in a coma. And, and whenever we hear of such uh, tragedies, well, it's just it's just a sad situation for uh, for everyone, for everyone that is involved, and in this case, especially hip hop culture, because we know we know the media is not gonna miss linking that to well, Travis Scott was a rapper. Anyways, party people. So what have I been listening to this week? So I've just seen that, you know what? I'm just falling in love with that uh, Sarah album from for from uh, 2020, The Sharecropper's Daughter. Wow, I mean like, I, I'm, I'm really mesmerized. Like lyrically, I think that Sarah is definitely in the top three female rappers out there now. And as I was listening to the album over and over and over again, I'm like, wow, I would love to hear just like one track, you know, with her and perhaps Kendrick. You know, I think that would be a good, I think that would be a good mix, you know. I think one would really complement the other. That would be a nice track. So uh, track of the week party people is that new drink joint to sexy. Featuring Future and I believe uh, Lil Baby, yes, yeah, because there's the baby and Lil Baby, and you know, it could be a little confusing. So, uh, good track, fun track, okay, it's a fun track um, to say again. And, and yeah, I'm old, I know we've covered this on numerous occasions, and I really like the way they work that right set Fred sample, you know, to 64 plus so sexy. Anyways, man, that, that's that's the track of the week. You know, like, I've been humming that track, you know, uh, and, and, and it's, hey, you know what? It's not outstanding lyricism. You know, the beat is another trap, you know, beat, but it's catchy as hell, you know. And of course, since, you know, I grew up in the 90s, I can only reminisce of the sample that they use, which they always get me like that, you know, with the sample. Anyways, party people. So, of course, make sure you tune in next week as my man, the G-Money, will be reviewing Deeper by Boss. And, oof, that's a great track. That's that's a very underrated track. Yeah. Love, love that track. And, again, if the G-Money wouldn't have picked it, it would have been mine. That's for sure. That's right. So party people, why did I choose this song? Well, I chose this song because first of all, I love I, I love it. You know, I really enjoy this song. The main reason why that I uh, chose this song is basically just to underline how like hip hop in the early 2000s totally switched 
You know, and I would tell you, hip hop in the early 2000s was extremely club friendly. Okay, extremely club friendly. And that's why this song, which I heard many times at clubs, early 2000s, I was still clubbing. And yeah, so that's the reason why I chose it to underline basically a trend in hip hop in the early 2000s. So let's break it down. Originality, is this song original? And if so, how? Well, the way I see it, I don't really feel that this song is original, okay? It's a straight up hip hop song, a remix. The beat is dope, okay? The hook is catchy. And one thing that I can say is, again, that song, where we compare it to basically trends of the 90s is not as lyrical. And again, it's just foreshadowing what's going to happen later in the 2000s where we're mostly going to be focusing on a catchy hook, a dope beat, you know? And that's what basically the 2000s is all about, but still keeping somewhat lyrical, you know? Still staying lyrical. And just to situate you guys, let's take a look at other rappers from 2003. And you had uh, 50 Cent, Free Freeway, DMX, Missy, Big Timers, Ja Rule, and all of those rappers had huge club club hits, huge. So fun fact, uh, uh, party people, Fabulous' first album, Ghetto Fabulous, was released on what? September 11, 2001. Again, I'm not sure that was a uh, that was a good thing. There's so many bad memories linked to uh, 9/11, and yeah. So courtesy of Discord's party people, and this is why for originality, I give it a three on five. That's right, three on five. Delivery party people, which stands for lyrics and flow. So let's let's take a look. Let's take a look. <clears throat> So let's start with the quotable. How many men could you kill? Let me count out the bullets I got. How many bricks could you move? You can say 20 a block. How many brothers ride? You could fill a football field. How much money you got? You think I saw a football deal. <laughs> Pretty clever, nifty. And you know what? Of course, I cannot, you know, convey a Jada Kiss and Styles P's back and forth delivery, which was really cool. And a little bit kind of like reminding me, bringing me back to, I would say like the mid eighties, a little bit a la Run DMC used to do it, you know, going back and forth on the same verse. I really enjoyed that. The lyrics are pretty straightforward. One little, you know, I would say wordplay is towards basically the last two lines, you know, say how much, how many brothers will ride you could feel a football field and how much money you got, you'd think I signed a football deal. Just the way that the rhyme scheme is made really, really works, really works out, really works out. So uh, yeah, there I felt like they really uh, were feeding off each other's rhymes. A little bit old school, but on the 2000 tip, you know, meaning like, they kept the essence of going back and forth. The Beastie Boys used to do that a lot also, but they basically uplifted it, you know, 
to the 2000. And this is why, party people, courtesy of genius.com. And this is why I give it a 3.75 on 5. Production, party people, production, which consists of beat, mixing, scratching, engineering. So produced by DJ Clue and Ken Super Engineer Duro, okay? So I'll tell you people, whenever I was in NYC, in the NY Scissor, I always made sure, you know, to cop a couple of DJ Clue mixtapes, you know? Clue, Clue, Clue with that echo effect. Um, and after, of course, DJ Clue, known as a DJ, also had a pretty good career as a producer. But once again, the same style you could feel in DJ Clue's mixtapes that was always, you know, club friendly, dance floor friendly, you felt that in his beats also, okay? And, <clears throat> and that's what, that's another thing, another trend in the year 2000 that started is to basically not use any sample. And part of people, that might seem nothing now, 20 years later down the line. However, however, it was big because hip hop was based on on sampling, okay? And now we're taking this part, this basically building block of hip hop and saying, you know what? We don't need it no more. You know, we don't need it. We could be, we, we could make our own beats without any sample. And again, that's just, hey, you know what? That's just the way there's progression, there's evolution, you know? Some might say that's a good thing. Some might say that's a bad thing. I don't know. The way I see it, I think that there's enough room to keep both, have some producers keep being using samples and others that don't. I don't mind it. As long as the music is dope for the people. Courtesy who sample courtesy of who sampled, and this is why, for production, I give it a 3.75 on 5. Now, let's take, guess what? Oh, oh, say what? Another top 5, party people. Here are my top 5 fabuloso songs. I'm going to go with uh, the first hit, actually the first time that I heard Fabulous, was on um, uh, Young and Hullaback. Hello back, woo-hoo, hello back, woo-hoo. That was a dope track, that was a dope track. Not Give Up, you know, by, of course, Fabulous from the album Street Dreams, which was released in 2003. This track that we're reviewing right there from the album Street Dreams, which was released in 03. And Breathe, ah, Breathe, which was released in 2004 from the album uh, Real Talk, and last but not least, I'm gonna go with Diamonds from uh, the album From Nothing to Something, which was released in 2007. But people, but part of people, before we go back into, back to the reviews here at 40 Years of Hip Hop, we use Buzzsprout for our podcast. They get our show listed on every podcast platform available. We were able to get to 20 download, 20,000 download people that's huge for us man i'm really happy i'm really proud i'm really proud really proud of me and the team and all that we've accomplished and the fact that you know we got to 20,000 downloads that's amazing and not only that party people but as buzzsprout's members you'll get a great looking podcast platform an 
audio player you can drop it into any other website, even WordPress templates. You will also benefit from a detailed analytics and tools to promote your episode, like audio video snippets of your podcast called Soundbites. However, for me, my thing is that I get to generate a second revenue talking about something that I'm deeply passionate about. Think about it, party people. Are you a fan of something? I bet you are. Try podcasting about it. It's easy and it's fun. You know, and, and you can easily generate a second re- revenue, party people. So, of course, with a bus prod, no credit card necessary, cancel anytime, no con- uh, no contracts, and party people, you will receive a $20 gift certificate after your second paid invoice. Link below in our episode notes and party people bus prep is the way to go. And now, back to the review. Party people is party people is this song still relevant? Huh? Was it able to stand the test of time and if so, how? Well, it did to a certain extent. Because see right now what's happening is in the early in the year now that we're in basically at towards the end of 2021. You have, of course, your 90s hip-hop. And then you have your, I would say, newer hip-hop trap, you know, 2010 and up. But then you have, like, this music, all this massive music that is in the middle, in the year 2000, that is, that I, I, I notice that it's getting forgotten. You know, like, people are not paying as much attention to it. Yeah, it's not new. For some people, it could be seen as old. Hey, depends how old that you are. The way that I see it, I would tell you that Keeping It Gangsta took a step back, okay, style-wise. Because again, it's kind of like floating in the middle. It doesn't really have an identity besides just some like club bangers, you know. So let's take a look. So of course, nowadays, in order to be relevant, we're going to check your social media, you know. Check out your IG and yeah, you know, Fabuloso is not bad at 8.7 million followers. He's still relevant. He's still relevant. YouTube views that video has 1.3 million views. And reaction-wise, not a lot of people did some reactions on that track, on uh, Fabulous. Fabulous is still active. He just released a mixtape with uh, Lil Wayne called From Brooklyn to, uh, to New Orleans. And not only that, but he also did a series of mixtape, uh, mixtapes in from 2015 to 2017 called The Summertime Sh- a Shoutout, Volume 1 to Volume 3. And I, I listened to Volume 1 and 2 really well. The third one kind of, I kind of like jumped, you know, missed it for X and X reason. Not because that I wasn't down with it, it just happened, you know. But I think that Fabulous, of course, is not as current as, you know, like the Drake's future, Drake or J. Cole, but he's also not forgotten. And this is why party people for relevance and longevity, I will give it a 3.5 on 5. 3.5 on 5. Was powerful impact. Boom from the cannon. Now, was this song impactful? Well, the way I see it, okay, it this song was impactful 
for a certain amount of years, okay? Like I say, like now, if I mention to this song to like a 20-year-old, they might not even know what I'm talking about. And let's check, so check it out. So of course, the song charted, okay? The album did really, really well. So the chart, album charted in the UK, okay, nice. One, position 161 on the top 200. The US Billboard 200, okay? The Hot 200, so that's at position 55. And that was the track, okay? And the US Top R&B and Hip Hop Albums, number 21. Also went gold, okay, in the UK and platinum in the US. So it's not, it's not a track that, you know, that, not, that was unknown. I mean, like the guy went platinum for the love of God. Also, yeah, it went, it, it actually very impactful album. Top 34 with Dutch album top 100. French in front position number 120. In uh, the UK, number 51. In the US, number three. And in the US, top R&B hip hop albums, number three as well. So this was a pretty impactful track, okay? But then again, like I was saying, I feel that this track laid a little bit of a template for the rest of the 2000s where the tracks would tend to be a little more, I would say, club-friendly. There was a lot of emphasis put on the hook and on the beats, and slowly, lyrics were still there, all right? And in the, in the 2000s, people still dropped mad lyrics, but it wasn't as, I would say, important as the 90s, where, you know, if you didn't have lyrics, you were just ridiculed, you know? And this is why party people for impact i give it a four on five party four on five so let's take a look at a little bit of a recap okay so of course a club banger for the 2000s for sure originality i give it a three nothing wrong breaking great remix delivery okay everyone shine on that track however nothing that I could say like oh my god you know like yo check out these lyrics but everyone was dope so I give it a 3.75 on 5 production and it's one of the early beats that came out without samples okay so I you know DJ Clue production very dance floor, floor friendly and this is why I give it a 3.75 on 5 relevance and longevity definitely a relevant track Okay, uh, a little forgotten, a little forgotten, but this one is definitely going to be for the Fabulous fans, uh, which I am, you know, and for me, I would tell you that Fabulous was never like the best rapper, but it was also never the worst. He had a lot of like R&B, you know, joints, and a lot of club bangers, which, which is all right, you know, that, that's fine, you know, like again, not all the rappers have to be like super introspective and deep you know we need a little bit of everything and this is the reason why i totally enjoyed fabulous and he got a 3.5 for relevance and longevity and impact wise <clears throat> impactful album again it went basically it charted in the uk in france in holland and this is why it actually deserved a four impact which is 18 
on 25 party people and 72%, which is basically, you know, right up there. It's not, it's not the best track, but it's also track. It's a club-friendly track, you know, that you could bounce to. So, party people, thanks for sharing this moment together. Subscribe, like, share, and party people support 40 years of hip hop. You know, by buying us a coffee so that we could continue dropping this amazing weekly podcast. Tune back next week as I will be reviewing Po Folks by Nappy Rules. A little let's go down south, you know, get dirty, you know. Party people, I'm your host with Ghost with Mr. Ron, wishing you a happy Honolulu. Peace. And I'm out.